Hello, and welcome back to the 13th episode of Chalice of Hope. I'm your host, Jason, and to begin, I'd like to apologize about my last podcast not being posted on time. It was a technical difficulty, and I accidentally clicked Save Draft instead of Publish, but it's now up, and, you know, I'll make sure that, you know, something like that doesn't happen again. Today, I don't really have a specific topic I really want to address about, so I decided that I should, you know, fill in these gaps with, you know, you know, I like to call it like a sub-series where I just talk about, you know, small events in my life that happened or, you know, things that, you know, I do every day and, you know, I'm really appreciative about. You know, it's almost like a freestyle from my freestyle that I have. And, you know, I think depending on, you know, how beneficial this is, I think, you know, I'll continue making, you know, these, you know, these videos. And, you know, I think I'll call them, you know, thoughtful think tanks. And I think that that's a perfect name for it, you know, because, you know, these are thoughts which, you know, they float around in my head and, you know, I think they'd be beneficial for me to address, you know, for myself too. And, you know, it'd be interesting for, you know, as the audience to look inside, you know, how I'm thinking, you know, it's like cracking open, you know, Jason's mind and seeing what's inside. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I hope you guys enjoy it, you know, because, you know, sometimes, you know, it's kind of hard to think of a topic to talk about for 30 minutes. So, you know, I hope my little freestyle will, you know, entertain you and give you more insight. And with that being said, let's get into our first topic. And not really a topic. I think it's more of just like it was an occurrence to me that, you know, it was really impactful or not. It's more impactful in the sense that, you know, it highlighted and reinforced my ideas of, you know, certain people and that you know the small occurrence was one of my friends you know they ranted to me about the fact that you know a few of their roommates that they're living with you know they live in another country and they're being reckless you know with COVID coming around and you know with school coming up you know they're not taking precautions and you know if you think about it it's like Yeah, you know, every country may be better than the U.S., but, you know, you still need to practice safe standards, you know, no matter where you are. And, you know, from what she told me, her friend is basically, you know, going to beaches, going to crowds, and, you know, they're not wearing masks and stuff. And, like, that just highlights, you know, how selfish, you know, people are, you know. There's literally no reason to do that. You know, you see it in the news. You know, you literally go on your phone and the first thing you see is, you know, quarantine, COVID. You know, so there's no reason, you know, that they're not informed. You know, at that point, they're just doing it because, you know, they're selfish. You know, they're inconsiderate about others. And, you know, it's, it really shows you know, it showed me a perspective about society, you know, 
people, they refuse to listen. You know, they refuse to do things, you know, because they don't want to. Like, what do you gain, you know, what do you gain from, you know, going to large crowds without wearing masks, going to that bar, you know, you enjoy, you know, what is it, maybe like an hour or two, you know, of free time. But what do you achieve? You know, you just put yourself in danger. You just put your life in danger. You know, you, not only that, you know, you also put in danger, you know, the lives of the people you live with, the lives of the people, you know, you're friends with, you hang out with. So is it really worth it? You know, is it really worth it to get a drink, you know, to go to the party for you to ruin your entire life or those around you? Like you think you talk about this, you know, you preach about this, you know, not me, many others, they preach about this, you know, people hear it and yet, you know, they don't listen to it. Like, you know, at that point, you know, (laughs) there's no, I don't know what to say. You know, at that point, you're just dumb and selfish and considerate, you know, and, you know, don't say the excuse and, you know, I'm young. So, you know, I won't get, I like, it won't affect me. Yeah, it won't affect you. You know, you may have a, a great immune system, you know, but think about, you know, that older person in line, you you know, think about that older person, you know, you walk by in the shopping mall, you walk by on the street getting to grab food, you know? Their immune system is not as good as yours. So what if you're a carrier? Well, what will happen then? You basically directly gave them the coronavirus if you have it. You know, even if you don't, even if you don't, you know, die from it, you know, even if, you know, you, you don't get seriously ill, you know, what about the older person, the person with, you know, the immune system that's not as strong as yours? You know, how do you justify that? You know, and at that point, you know, it's, it's just like, it's such simple, you know, common sense, you know, and I find it to be so frustrating the fact that, you know, college kids, you know, or just like, you know, younger generational kids, you know, even like myself, you know, I've been practicing safe distancing. I've been doing all the things which, you know. We've been told, and you know, I'm safe. And you know, there are these college kids that they refuse to listen. You know, they refuse to abide to things which you know they don't like in the short term. You know, <laughs> these are the people. You know, they think that this quarantine COVID stuff is fake. You know, these are the people that you know they believe in the conspiracy theories and stuff. They don't believe in science. And they, 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 they use science as a justification, you know, to do this stuff. Or, like, they use it as, like, you know, a way for them to just enjoy the things that they do. You know, like, going out to bars. You know, they, they try to, like, make everything like a hoax. You know, and seeing this stuff on the news, it's like, you know, I remember seeing on the news, you know, they had, like, these parties or, like, COVID parties or something where they tried to get whoever would get COVID first would like, I don't know. It's just like, I see this stuff in the news and it's like, like what has society turned into, you know? You know? Like how, like how much have we devolved? You know, how much have we devolved to the point where, you know, we lack common sense, we lack empathy, you know, at the point where 
you know, you just only care about yourself. And I don't know, you just you just do things without thinking twice. And you know, these are the people, you know, these hard-headed people, you know, they are just like they'll do the sh- they'll do this stuff, you know, and if they don't get it, they won't believe it, you know, but right as the second, you know, reality hits them, you know, they'll start believing in it. And you know, it'll be too late. Like cool, you believe in covid. You have it now. <laughs> now what should you do, huh? You're going to you're going to try to, you know, you're going to try to fix your wrongs. Like at that point it's already too late. You know, you could have stopped it before it was happening <laughs> by practicing what people have preached to you, what people have told you, the news. And yet your ignorance led you down a bad path. You know, who is to blame for that? That's your own fault. You know, that's what the thing I hate about, you know, hard-headed people, you know, they, you know, they think, you know, only their, their own opinion is right. Everything else is wrong. And it's like, what goes on in your mind? It's just like, the world is literally in a crisis, and yet the only thing you can think about is going out, going to bars, you know, making this thing last longer. You know, I remember like we had like these predictions, like you know, it should have been it should have been fine in the fall. You know, if everyone practiced safe distancing, if everyone practiced you know safe habits, but you know now look at us, it's freaking fall, <laughs> and you know, this might last until next year. All because, you know, people refuse to listen. And, you know, something else which, you know, I find to be extremely disappointing is the fact that a lot of these people, you know, they put on their stories, you know, wear masks, practice safe, safe, you know, safe standards. And then literally a week later, you see in the stories of them going out and them not wearing masks. It's just like the hypocrisy. It's like, what is going on in your mind? Are you like, what's so hard for you to preach about something and for you to follow up? You know, what you're saying isn't just for others to see, you know, it's also for you to comply to. And if you don't comply to it, then... What are you then? Yeah, you're not a preacher. You're literally the person who puts everyone else's life in danger. Like at that point, like you're just doing it for the trend. You know, you're posting on this, you know, so you don't seem left out. Like I'd rather you, you know, I'd rather you actually practice safe distancing and not post a damn thing on your internet, on your social medias. Like I don't care. Like. At least for me, you know, at least I know that you're practicing safe, you know, safe standards. You know, at least I know that you're doing the right thing instead of, you know, creating this false lie for yourself to make yourself feel better. You can make yourself feel better, you know, by practicing what you're preaching. And, you know, going back to, you know, what my roommate was talking about, my friend's roommate, and... 
it's like, you know, another thing which I find to be extremely disappointing and frustrating is, you know, when she told, when they told me that, you know, their third, their third roommate was indifferent, you know, she, they, she complained to her and, you know, she kind of like turned a blind eye to it and she was like, yeah, it's okay. And then that's basically, it's like, what? What do you mean that's okay? You know, they're living with you. You know, you're literally living in the same apartment and you're okay with them partying. Even when school's starting in like two, two and a half weeks. Like, you must have lost your mind at that point. Like, you must have lost your marbles. Like, <laughs> it's like, how can you turn a blind eye to that? You know, and also going off to that, you know, I think those are the type of people that are the worst. You know, they see that it's happening. You know, they see that, you know, these people are going to partying and, you know, they don't address it. Or, you know, they, they let it happen. And I think that's like, for a serious matter as that, for you turning a blind eye, you know, I best believe that you better be, you know, text messaging them, telling them to, you know, practice safe distancing or, you know, we'll have to create compromises. And, you know, like, I think everyone wants things to go back to normal. I don't think there's not one person who enjoyed this. You know, there's not one person who, you know, who'd want this to happen for the rest of their life. And, you know, we all want this to go back to normal. We all want things to be fixed. But, you know, you going out, you doing the stupid stuff, you know, it's not making it any better. You know, as a matter of fact, you're making it, you know, two times worse. Like, you're just making it even more of a challenge for things to get better. And... You know, is it's just like it annoys me that you know these people think that enjoying their you know their few days of freedom, you know, from like you know going out to stuff, you know, doing these things, you know, yeah, it'll make them happy in the short run. You know what happened, you know, later on, and you know once you know you actually you know catch it, or once you actually you know you start believing in it, then it'll be too late. And, you know, guess what? You have another six months of quarantine. Good for you. You're part of the problem. And it's like, I don't know. It's just like these people that refuse to, you know, comply. It's just like, I've lost all respect for you. You know, at that point, you know, I'd rather you not be friends with me. You know, I'd rather distance myself from you if you're going to act like a child. You know, if you're going to think that everything's fake or, you know, you're going to parties and doing stuff because, you know, you want to do it, you know, and it's like, it's your, you make that decision. So you are held accountable for it. And if you're going to harm people's lives, you know, then I'd rather distance myself from you. I'd rather cut you off because, you know, safety is the most important thing for me. And I'd rather, you know, have people who I feel safe around. And, you know, I think many others would feel the same too. You know, like who would want to be friends with someone or who would want to be around someone who will, you know, constantly put their life in danger. You know, and like 
even if you think I'm over-exaggerating, you know, I'm really not. You know, you think this might be a light matter, but it's really not. You know, if countries, you know, are taking this big of a matter about it, then it's serious. And, you know, me addressing this is something as serious as well. So, you know, you better change your perspective on this or, you know, you can leave. And something else which, you know, I found, you know, something I'm really happy about is, you know, I'm happy that she addressed it to them. You know, she sent them like a message and, you know, I'm happy that, you know, at least from their, from looking at it from an outside point, you know, it seems like they understood what they did wrong, you know, and they're, they kind of addressed it as like a, as an apartment. But like, I'm kind of scared for her because, you know, saying stuff online doesn't equate for them actually practicing it, you know? And that'll be something which, you know, I hope that she finds, you know, she finds those compromises and, you know, she'll be able to live with them, you know, without fearing, you know, of getting Corona or, you know, fear of, you know, her life being in danger. But, you know, you know, I hope that, you know, in this month that, you know, they, they'll start to, you know, they'll start to, they will start to take into consideration, you know, the effects of, you know, harming or the effects of, you know, their actions. And, you know, even though school starts in less than a month, you know, I'm a little bit scared about like how campus will be like, you know, if you think about like a campus town, you know, you have people from all over the world coming to one condensed area. And something else that's really scary is the fact that, you know, a lot of these people are from big urbanized cities. You know, these are the people that, you know, they're from like Chicago. They're from like New York or other international cities, international countries, if they do plan to come down. But like, if you think about it, that's literally like a breeding farm for, like it's a breeding farm for, you know, Corona. And you're just basically asking people to get sick. And, you know, the thing is, like, like, I know people won't practice safe, safe standards. Like, it's just, like, it's common sense. Like, I don't understand why college kids won't refuse to listen. They refuse to do things, you know, for the better interest of themselves and for others. Like, I don't understand, you know. Like, if you're going to go to, if you're going to go to campus, you know, you best believe that you're practicing safe standards, you know, because everyone else is. And, you know, from what I heard, you know, I heard that people on campus, you know, they're not wearing masks. And it's like, what? What do you mean? It's like, you know, campus isn't invincible. You know, it's really even more susceptible to coronavirus. And, you know, you not wearing a mask only harms yourself and others around you. So, you know, you better... You better gear up or, you know, pay for the consequences. And I don't know. It's just like common sense is such a big problem, which I don't think a lot of college students believe in. You know, I don't understand why they don't. It's like, you know, I don't know. It's just like, I know Greek life is going to be a huge mess. 
you know, cases would probably rise because of them. And they, the fact that they refuse to do and comply to university standards. But, you know, if, if that's what they want to do, they can pay for the consequences. And, you know, I actually hope that, you know, the university takes things seriously. You know, I actually hope that, you know, they actually like crack down on this stuff and, you know, they put it as a forefront of, you know, protecting the people on campus. You know, even though, you know, the University of Illinois, very slow about making its decision, you know, not as transparent as you'd like it, but like, at least I hope that, you know, they, they, I hope that, you know, they do something about this, and, you know, it, it, they'll, they'll take this into their own hands because, you know, they will endanger thousands of people if, you know, they'll endanger thousands of people if they don't do something about it. And, you know, I hope that they actually do. And they actually put their own weight through this and make sure that, you know, the people on campus are safe. But, you know, that's basically all I have to talk about with, you know, this first topic. And, you know, I think something else which, you know, has been my saving grace through quarantine is, has been music. You know, for me and I know many others, you know, we love music. Like music is like, it's one of the most like relaxing and soothing things to do. You know, if you have like five, 10 minutes to do something, you know, I'll just listen to music. Like music is such, it's such a powerful instrument, you know? And it's also like, it also has the ability to give you energy. You go on a run, you work out, you know? What are you going to do? You listen to music. It gives you motivation. And you know, something which I think that many people aren't understanding is like, they aren't grateful for music, you know? They just expect it to be there. But you know, I, you know, I think, like I'm very gracious and appreciative to music because, you know, I can search up, like, and I can search up an entire genre and have hundreds of thousands of artists pop up, you know, and then I can even narrow it down to specific genres. And, you know, people don't really understand, like, how amazing that is. And, you know, people never had that, like, 10, 10 years ago. Like, this stuff is new, and it's amazing. And, you know, you can literally listen to, like, an artist, a new artist every day, and you'll probably still have you know, you'll probably still have, you know, numerous things to listen to. And, you know, that's the beauty of music. It's the fact that you can take it into so many different ways. And, you know, there's, there's literally different genres, artists, styles, groups, like, you know, it's, it's just like, you can just, you can do, it's like, almost like music is infinite. And, you know, Something else is music isn't like subjected to age. You know, anyone can enjoy music. You know, it doesn't matter what you are because there's a specific genre for you. When you know, whether they feel like country, metal, pop, rap, you know, there's artists for you and no matter where you are. And for me, you know, I'm a huge fan of, you know, K-pop. And, you know, you can call me a normie, but like, I love K-pop. You know, I think... K-pop is, it's like, it combines everything good about music. You know, the music's good, you know, the beats are catchy, the 
the dancing's catchy, you know, the productions are amazing, and you know they have the visuals. They literally have everything you want in the music video, and you know I think other other countries need to look at that. It's like it's kind of crazy to think about like how amazing their production is. You know, I think that's one of the reasons why I've loved it. You know, it's just like a complete package. You know, it's like a package which is, you know, it's very, it's high quality, and the contents are high quality. And, you know, I feel like if you think of like a model, like a perfect music video, you know, I probably think you know a K-pop video would definitely be up there. Because you know, they have transitions. They have cuts. They have perfectly everything done. And you know, and it's just like you know, K-pop has a huge you know fan base, and it's and it's like it's kind of crazy to think about how big it grew, you know, and how how it started from BTS is pioneering that, you know, and I was there, you know, I was, I enjoyed K-pop like when it was just becoming popular, and. You know, now it's like you think about it, it's like, holy crap, it's huge. You know, like K-pop's taking over the world, and I'm happy for it. You know, it's getting the the credit it deserves. And you know, I'm happy to see you know how how it grows, and you know how it continues to evolve, and you know, encapsulate more viewers. And you know, a lot of these groups are like. You can follow them, and you know, and like the thing is, like there's a lot of groups which you know they have connections with others based on companies. So like once you start listening to a group, you know, you can be introduced to you know five, ten, even more, you know. And also like there's like amazing solo artists, and like these artists are like really good. They have a huge stage presence and stuff, and their voices are good. It's just like there's like you can literally just find. Like an endless supply, of, you know, good stuff to listen to. You know, like even though like I don't know what they're saying, you know, you know, like <laughs> I don't know, it's still good. I still listen to it. And you know, with that, I think that's, you know, that's really basically all I really want to talk about for you know my first sub series of thoughtful think tank. And you know, I thought it was pretty. You know, it was kind of like chill. You know, it's kind of like that lo-fi vibes. You know, it's just like me, just talking. You know, for me, and I don't mind that. You know, one of the things I really want to focus on is just me talking more about what's on my mind. You know, I used to have a diary, but you know, I stopped writing in it because I don't really know. I maybe it's because you know I didn't like that. I didn't like that format. You know, I think it's because you know I didn't like the format of writing. You know, I think my format is. You know, I think my format is just talking. You know, and I think like a podcast is beautiful. It's beautiful for me, and it'll be something which I'll probably continue doing. And, you know, whether you listen to this or not, you know. I hope that you own. I hope you find your own way to express your emotions, and. You know, I think it's important that you just don't let these things, you know, eat at you. You can, because I know how it feels. You know, I know how it feels to have your your demons eat at you. 
but you know simply you know talking about it you know expressing your you know expressing your emotions and stuff i think that's like it'll help you it'll help you grow you know it'll help you you know find solace with yourself and you know i hope that you know whichever form you do you know you can you know you can grow and you know you can you know you can you know express whatever's on your mind you know because i think you know now more than ever it is important you know to encourage people to express their emotions you know express what they're feeling you know because you know we need to break these traditional norms and you know just talk about something as simple as what happened today you know what you ate how was your day you know something as small as that could make you know your day even better and you know i hope that you know for all those who are listening you know you can start doing that you know i've only been doing it for what is it like 13 days you know i feel tremendously better you know and with that you know that wraps up the 13th episode of Chalice of Hope. Thank you guys for listening, and I look forward to the next podcast. Bye-bye.